Hello and welcome to the Heart of Marcus podcast. We are on episode 78, I think, and we're going strong. I love doing it. You apparently like listening. I'm going to keep doing this for a while. Tonight, 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 we have Aled Zeppelin in New York City, Madison Square Garden. I'm assuming. I'll check the notes. September 3rd, 1971. This is a show. First of all, I take no credit for this. In the uh, Discord, the youth, a couple weeks back, were talking about all they do is just dissect shows and go to college. God, I hope it's college. I hope they're not children. Um, dissect shows and go back and forth with the minutiae. And they're doing... Remember remember the Scrubbing Bubbles commercial? Scrubbing Bubbles, we work hard so you don't have to. They work hard so I don't have to. Because I've already gone through all the shows that I know by heart. I've gone through the shows that I know kind of. I've gone through the shows that I know, I, you know I've heard are good, but I'm not familiar with. And now the, <clears throat> these these guys are really helping me by just... I just drop in and watch their conversations and they bring up all these shows that are um, spectacular, but kind of maybe underrated or don't have good sources. But these guys, you know, also have there's several remastering people in the group as well that, um, you know, are not quite as young. But it's a hotbed of activity. These are the guys that did the badge holders blues. And there's more coming out, but school started, and as I said, they're all college students, so things have um, slowed down. But nonetheless, what is on the burners for you is going to blow your effing mind. <sighs> but anyways, they had mentioned that that this September 3rd show is one of the shows that is vastly underrated. And I see why. Um... This one is going to be a little bit of a tough sell because it's an excellent, well, it's not an excellent recording. It's a very good recording. It's a low-gen recording, which is crucial. Getting a low-generation tape, getting a low-generation recording digitized can make what was previously a good-to-fair tape very good just by getting closer to the source. And then making some adjustments, it wasn't necessarily remastered, but the tape correction was done, a little bit of noise taken out, and, and things like that. What it is, is the performance is insanely good. And you're like, oh wow, Led Zeppelin in 1977 playing well? What a shocker. No, 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 it's insanely good, and uniquely so. Jimmy is playing with a fury and a fire, but also in a way that I haven't really heard him play before. Now, this is just a couple weeks before that tremendous Japanese tour where everything is amazing. So, I mean, they're already in high gear, but um, <clears throat> it's really good. I mean, his playing is, is, is stellar, and there's a couple of neat little surprises in here, or at least one that you will hear later. But um, the downside to it is the people around the taper, <clears throat> as well as the taper himself, are ridiculously fucking loud. They are loud. 
New York, New Jersey meatheads. Hey! Um, and it's funny to hear. And it is very much a lot of like, hey, sit the fuck down. It's, it's, it's funny enough to be a caricature. But then you realize that the reason that it's a stereotype and a caricature is because that's how people talk. And especially 50 years ago, it was very much like, hey, hey, whoa, hey, shut your ass up and sit down. Um, so there's a lot of that. The crowd is very loud, louder than the band in the tape. So you have to, if you want to tap out, no harm, no foul. But it's not in any way unlistenable. It would be if you were at the concert with that much distraction, you would be pissed off and you would tell them to shut the fuck up. But it happened 49 years ago, and there's a decent chance that some of those folks are already dead. The rest of them are old, and you're not going to hit an old man, are you? So, that being said, the show is incredible. The show is incredible. It is um, it's bass-heavy which I like because Jonesy is an amazing bass player. But if you have the bootleg ears, if you can listen to the playing, and the crowd is berserk. Even in 1971, the hippy-dippy communion that you get on the West Coast, where they're communing with the audience in that wonderful reverential awe. Um, in New York, no, it is party, party, party. They're constantly berating the crowd and telling them to back up, calm down, get off the fucking stage because people are storming the stage. It's berserk. It's berserk. So it is chaotic. It is joyous. It is loud. It is brash. It is annoying. It is Led Zeppelin on September 3rd, 1971. And it is brilliant. I think you're going to like it. And again, if you listen to it and go, man, I just can't do it. Okay, I un- I understand completely. Hopefully, I'll see you next week. But it is worth the ride. In my opinion, it is worth the ride. I've had worse shows that I have featured, quality-wise. This is not the worst. And maybe I'm overselling the distraction, but I don't think so. And to give you a taste of it... um, <clears throat> I don't know how many of you 45 to 65 year old men who comprise 96.9% of my audience, um, according to my stats. Yeah, 3% women. That means there's like just a handful of women that could ride in a, in a van. Hi, thank you for listening to me. I will be nicer. I hope you like it. But um, if you've ever watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force and... Uh, I mean, that's, that's a big ask, I know. Then you, you will be familiar with Carl, their next-door neighbor, the wife-beating, hairy, bald, sarcastic, New York sweatpants-wearing, pervert, trashy, scumbag asshole. Picture 15,000 Carls at Madison Square Garden. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, here's a little clip to uh, kind of give you a taste. Brace yourself. Don't try to stop us, fat man. We are in control, Carl. There's nothing you can do. You are powerless. We have the foreigner belt. Wait a second. Is that from the 83 tour? Yeah, I saw those guys in the Meadowlands with Brian Adams. That was a kick-ass show. I totally copped this feel off this passed-out broad while they were playing Urgent. Every time I hear Urgent.
watching on the radio, I think of that girl's boobs and covered in vomit. You like the belt, huh? What do you think? Hell yeah, I like that belt. So, <laughs> if you can listen to that in the foreground, while in the background is one of the best Led Zeppelin concerts you're ever going to hear, then I welcome you to the Heart of Markness, episode 78. If you cannot, again, give it, give the first song a try because it's going to be great. And then if you need to tap out, no worries. So what I'm going to play for you right now is... Oh, since I've been loving you. It is so good. Oh my God, guys, it is so good. Unbelievably... You're going to hear it. Why don't I shut the fuck up? I'm going to shut up and play this. Hey, look at this. Nine minutes in, we're going to get to the song. All right, friends, since I've been loving you, September 3rd, September 3rd, 1971, New York City. Do I have the notes open still? I do. Madison Square Garden. Yes. This is the uh, Source One audience recording taped by Artie Costanzo, released by KRW underscore CO. And Bert, who's a wonderful remasterer and transferer and digitizer human being, took care of this. He took care of the tape noise, partly filtered out, corrected the speed, which is always nice, and uh, just edited out some just little things here and there that aren't musical but are distracting. So this is the revision from November 2018. And um, from what I can gather, this is the best source out there at the moment. So enjoy Since I've Been Loving You, friends. See you in a bit. This is called Since I've Been Loving You.
Some of you have tapped out, I'm sure, and I don't blame you, but first of all, someday, I mean, I'm sure it already exists now, but someday there will be easy consumer level equipment available software wise that can take those humans, the the audience out of the equation and bring the band to the forefront so you can hear it better. But one thing I did not mention at the front of this that I should have was that was the first time any of them heard that song. 
It's September 1970, and Zeppelin III did not get released until October 5th in the States, so it's September 3rd. It's still a month away. They'd probably heard tracks off it. They probably heard the Immigrant Song and stuff on the radio, maybe. But um, that was the first time they heard that song, which is why it wasn't, oh my God, yay, but more like, okay, okay, at the end, the guy, okay funny whoa you hear it a lot of that whoa hey yo hey so it's funny it's annoying for sure but um in my opinion the show warrants the 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 added um the added processor load needed to listen to the music and try and ignore those fuckheads but Let's move forward, shall we? Yes, we will move forward. All right, the next song I want to play is Communication Breakdown. Partly because the bass is so goddamn distinct and loud, it's crazy. Secondly, because there is a little bit of a bass solo in it. Thirdly, because they do that funk. And, um,. Also, there is a little bit of a run that is used later in the song In the Light. That bow down, bow down, bow down, bow down, do down, do down, do down, do down, that one is done here in a faster manner. And I want you to hear it because it really tickled me to hear it. And um, it's crazy that they, I mean, that's how, that's how bands, lots of bands do. Um, Zeppelin, for sure, they come up with stuff in the jams and then like, hey, keep that, keep that little snippet in the old brain, brain bank and then revisit it later and, and use it for something else. It's brilliant. Very, very creative. Unlike a band like the Stones, who just goes into the studio and just, fucks around for as long as it takes months sometimes you know jamming for months and months until something comes out and they're like hey we can work with that and then you build it from there zeppelin being a live band primarily um this is how it happens and maybe maybe that's the first time they've ever played it maybe that's the genesis of it but it's really neat to hear and it's really with the gift of hindsight it's cool to hear how that little descending uh, phrase gets um, gestated and to see it as all grown up in a song unlike Communication Breakdown like In the Light which has a million different iterations of its, of its own it's fascinating I hope you find it fascinating as well well friends oh one thing I want to do I want to say happy birthday to Tracy. Happy birthday to Tracy. Happy birthday, dear Tracy. Happy birthday to you. It's not a girl. Tracy's a dude. Good friend of mine. Patron. All hail. One of the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. Um, happy birthday, man really great guy. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful day. He's one of the, um, 
most impressive human beings I've met. The things that he accomplishes when he sets his mind to it, it's inspiring. Alrighty, moving ahead. Communication breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Sibley, Since I've Been Loving You, was the fourth song. Oh, let me read you the set list in case you want to download this. You will be able to download this from theheartofmarkness.com, the entire show, if you want to. Like I said, it is a bit challenging, but it's also worth it if you can get around those chattering assholes. The set list for this show is, again, September 3rd, 1971. You've got uh, the intro, audience noise, track one. Immigrant Song, Into Heartbreaker, Into Since I've Been Loving You, Black Dog, Dazed and Confused, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, that's funny. I apologize. Of course they knew Since I've Been Loving You because it's not 1970. It's 1971. My apologies, guys. Holy mackerel. That was dumb. Obviously they knew it. It's a year later. I'm an asshole. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Dazed and Confused, Into Stairway to Heaven into Celebration Day, played with the double neck still, to the acoustic section. I'm not even going to, I mean, you're not going to hear any of that tonight. I'm not that big of an asshole. Uh, That's the way. Going to California, which has a cut in it. Since I've been loving you, had a cut in it too, but it wasn't marked. Uh, What is and what should never be? Moby Dick, 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 Dick. Whole lot of love, which is a great whole lot of love, but I'm not playing it because there's nothing really... um, out of the ordinary to it. it has the 8 million medleys that you hear all through it and you hear it in Japan and I've already played it encore break which is just those assholes yelling um, organ solo and thank you finishing up with rock and roll 149 minutes 18 seconds nice 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 two and a half hours Led Zeppelin beautiful all right let's get back to communication breakdown you're gonna enjoy it I hope
See, that was interesting to me. That was interesting to me. It seemed a bit chaotic. Um, while that was playing, I was reading uh, several press reviews of this show. And one thing that was universally panned by everybody was the shitty sound of the Madison Square Garden PA system. I guess that's something that everybody in the area knew about. And uh, the sound when the concert first started was not that great at all. But they got it fixed. You know, they, they worked on it through the show and it got better. And then uh, the crowd being rowdy and rushing the stage. Robert Plant constantly having to push people back and, and admonish them. And then in the middle of the song I'm about to play for you next, uh, about 40 people were able to rush the stage, which then collapsed, leaving Robert and Jimmy standing like islands on the monitors themselves, finishing the song. Jonesy, I guess, was out of the realm. I guess like it almost looked like somebody took a bite out of the front of the stage. So in that space where the stage had collapsed, it was filled with people. Two people got injured and were taken out of there. One of them was unconscious. But the show went on. They finished the show. But I guess it was just bonkers. There were um, apparently 19,000 people there. Craziness. Craziness, craziness, craziness. All right. Oh, what am I going to do? Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Um, follow me on Twitter at Heart of Markness. There's a Facebook group that you are welcome to join. We have a couple of new members this week. Welcome. That is full of nothing but good people, nothing but helpful people, nothing but friendly people. Facebook group Heart of Markness. Just click to join and I will let you in. I trust you will behave yourself because why wouldn't you? Um... I have a YouTube channel as well, Heart of Markness. If you want to listen to this podcast on YouTube, if you're at work or something, and there you go, you can do that. And I have a website, heartofmarkness.com, where I occasionally post other stuff that tickles my fancy, but mostly it's a place to park the podcasts and links to the concerts themselves. Like you'll be able to download this whole concert by going to heartofmarkness.com and clicking the link and you can have this whole concert for free to yourself. And if you like what I do and you're in a position to and of a mind to support this podcast and the crazy person running it, I invite you to go to patreon.com to heartofmarkness or patreon.com slash heart of markness where you can be one of the titans upon whose shoulders rests this podcast you get a free podcast every month just for you and uh stickers all the stickers went out everybody that wants a sticker had one if you're a patron who wanted a sticker and you haven't gotten one yet hit me up i've got a couple left and i uh i'm certain i just either lost track of it or anyways the fault is mine i apologize uh but here are the people the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of markness so we give a laurel and hearty handshake to chris michael rob wayne brad danielle tracy the birthday boy david peter mark other david bonzo billy 
and Mimo. Thank you, friends. Thank you very much. You make this happen. Literally allow me to do this podcast by helping to offset the costs of hosting on SoundCloud and the cloud server where I keep the shows and the website and all that stuff, including this beautiful microphone through which I am talking to you in high fidelity. All right, friends, I got through the spiel. There's one more, two more songs left. I'm just going to play them together. It's the organ solo, Jonesy's organ solo, which is always entertaining because he's good with his organ. And then into Thank You, where all the chaos happens. Now, this is hmm, this is more <laughs> this is more like watching the Zapruder film than really listening to the song because it gets chaotic and people are yelling because it's like, get off the fucking stage because people are seeing what's happening and they're they're reacting to it. So it's more a historical document, although the song itself is, is beautiful. But um, just fair warning, there's lots of F-bombs, you know, more than I drop. And it can be, uh, you know, if you don't want to listen, don't listen. If you do, do. Anyways, the organ solo, it's about five minutes long, and then it goes into thank you, and then I will be back to wrap it up. All right, friends, here we go.
very, very interesting. And they finally shut up. After all the chaos, after the stage collapsed, you could totally hear that. And then the crowd shut up and listened to the song because it was so gosh darn beautiful that even the meatheads had to shut up and just get into it. Even the meatheads were singing ba 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 along with Robert. How beautiful. All right, friends, that wraps it up. I will be back this weekend, Sunday, 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 for the uh, classic rock heart of Markness, whatever the latest Mike Millard recording is, um, unless it's uh, something that I really don't want to do, and then I'll do something else. And otherwise, next Thursday, I will be back with another Zeppelin or Zeppelin-related show. And uh, thanks for bearing with me on this one. The next one will be much more accessible, I promise. Maybe. Oh, there's been some clamoring for a 75 show. I might do a 75 show. So, uh, we shall see. In any case, I hope you're doing well. Be good to yourself and each other. And, uh, if all goes well, talk to you soon. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.